Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Summer Camp Island, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Lander. Hi. And Steve Zuck. Hello. Yes, we're very excited to talk about Cartoon Network's newest show, Summer Camp Island, that dropped all 20 episodes this weekend on Cartoon Network. All 20 episodes of presumably season one. Not exactly clear if yeah. this is all, all of season one or not. I'm pretty sure know. it's all of season one. Okay, yes. Yeah. So Cartoon Network didn't really it. brand it as season one, but they said, we're dropping all the episodes and people are like, is this it or is there more? But no, there's more. There's going to be more. Um, but yeah, we watched all 20 uh, in a few days Ooh. here and we are excited to talk about everything about the show. We are going to start off with no spoilers. Now, this is not really a show that has spoilers, so don't really worry about it. But if you've not seen Summer Camp Island, you want to hear what we think about it, if you want to check it out or not, um, you can keep listening. And then at some point um, after the initial thoughts, I will give a spoiler warning uh, for all 20 episodes because we'll get into we'll talk about our favorite things from throughout uh, the season. Uh, but yeah, uh, check us out at OverlyAnimated.com. Uh, search for Overly Animated on iTunes to subscribe there or go to OverlyAnimated.com slash YouTube to uh, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube that you can not miss our uh, podcast there either. So uh, Summer Camp Island, uh, we're new to the show. Um, a lot of new characters, very exciting. Uh, 20 episodes is a lot, but I guess, Michelle, overall, um, what did you think as you were watching these 20? How did you feel about it? I was very pleasantly surprised. I think, uh, I don't remember if I'd seen the pilot, but I'd seen like the animation style before I watched any episodes. And I was kind of like, what is this? This I don't know about this. It looks different, (laughs) which is like sad. I shouldn't have been so judgy. I just like, I didn't know what the tone was going to be. So I was like, I don't know about this. But after watching, like, I think about like three episodes in, I started really getting into it. Um, and it's such a it's such a nice show. It's like a very cozy show, even though I still think it's a little like you know spooky at times. Spooky. And you know th- there are like different components going on here. I- I've heard people say it has a very adventure timey vibe, and I kind of get what they mean by that. But it's definitely like its own thing, and it has different priorities. I would say, which I think is great because it has a very strong like it has a very distinctive style um compared to a lot of shows out right now and i love the idea of like focusing on like a magical summer camp because that's like a pretty relatable thing for a lot of kids i can certainly relate to it even though my camp was never co-ed i had to go to girl scout camp but i mean i really like the show and i i'm curious if we do get more how they're going to expand on this like if this is a summer camp thing presumably they can only be there during the summer right Mm-hmm. Um, so how is that, is that going to be an issue or is it not going to be an issue? Um, but like, yeah, like even like, I feel like there, there are a lot of like really nice character moments, especially between Oscar and Hedgehog that I thought were really heartwarming and the music is really good. And it, it definitely gives me like a peanuts vibe, um, in a really good way though. So <laughs> there's, there's a lot to like about this show, I think. Nice. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of specific Peanuts references as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, this the show is like a Gravity Falls type thing where all of Gravity Falls takes place in one summer. Is that what we're going to do uh, here? That's soon? what I'm wondering. I think yeah. probably it's just a perpetual magic summer and we will never leave because uh, like large periods of time pass in within a few episodes of the show. And uh, there, there's no sign that the summer is ending, I would say, at the end of mm-hmm. 20. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. That's that's something to keep track of. Uh, Steve, what what are your thoughts? Uh, what are your overall thoughts on Summer Camp oh, Island? Loved it. Um, when I first heard about the show, I was mildly interested, and then I mildly. found that then I found out there'd be, be witches here. So I'm like, count me in. Yeah, Steve is in for anything witches. Yeah, <laughs> you really like witches, especially cute witches and. And good witches that aren't like just stereotypically like evil, like like in the old days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, by, the, uh, by the way, as as Steve is going, keep keep track of how many names he uh, gets wrong because uh, this is a new <laughs> show. We're all we're we're new to these names, and Steve has trouble with established show names as well. So keep keep track. Yeah, of I'm not good know. with names. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm good with names of characters. I I, I remember more than others. Yeah. Like I I know I know Oscar and yes. yeah, Hedgehog. Okay. Well, 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 I know the counselors. Yeah, well, the, you got, yeah, you got a hedgehog. That's a lot of the kids, but a lot of the other summer kids, um, I might take a while for me to get. But yeah, I I love to show it. It's very interesting. Um, I do like it. This seems though it's a 
it's an endless summer. It might never end because you never know with magic here. Mm. Um, I am I, I am interested to see um, if there's like any like rival camps or something. I mean, oh. what would be a rival camp to the witches? Like maybe uh, wizard camp, wizard, wizard or yeah, or, or pilgrims or puritans. <laughs> Puritan okay. camp. Oh my god, they're witches' natural enemy. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, okay. Idea. I good guess. Idea. But so. you're you're into it though, Steve. Yes, I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, I don't know who my favorite character is. I think we all. I think we all might agree who our favorite character is, but we'll get on that later. I don't um, know with Dylan though. He might be a wild card. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> but, yeah, but I'm excited. Um, there's no real bad episode yet. Um, I I just hope, man, we get some more. More fun episodes. I think the I love the two the baseball episodes. I love baseball episodes. I'm hoping we get more sports episodes. Maybe I'm hoping for a tennis episode. Tennis <laughs> oh. Okay, interesting. I have the oppo- I, I, I have the opposite feeling on the sports episodes. Three out of these twenty oh, are sports no. episodes. I'm a little done with it, but um, yeah, oh. it's two two separate softball episodes. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So but, I. But, but, but one softball. But one very softball different episode. plots. Yeah, but that one. One episode definitely took a, a page out of Looney Tunes. Mind this Bugs Bunny cartoon when he took on a whole team by himself. I mean, one, one of the counselors did a little trick with her feet moving around the bases. That's definitely Bugs Bunny influenced. Yeah, I, I think there's a good call. A lot of a lot of influences uh, from from old shows and stuff here. Um, okay, so uh, I've been excited for Summer Camp Island since the pilot, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. And when I watched the pilot, I was very much attached to the shipping in the show. Oh, like, yes, because that was uh-huh. I think that was like the main element of the pilot was uh, Oscar's feelings for Hedgehog. Um, and, uh, then, uh, so I, I was shipping them for a long time before the show started. And then I read this interview with creator Julia Pot saying like, we dropped that plot line. They're not Yay! in the romance at all. Yeah. I, I was very upset because that's the fastest my ship has ever died before the show even started. <laughs> And, uh, but, but yeah, so we, we quickly rebounded though, because, uh, their friendship is incredible and I am probably happy that we did not go that route. Although mm-hmm. there's a few times we allude to it and, uh, it's, it's still yeah. interesting, but there's a lot um, of hints though, Oscar might be gay. Yeah. We'll least. talk about that for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, but I, I enjoyed these 20 episodes. I think the show is very comfy. I think that's a good word. Yeah. To, it's to, very to, comfy. Yeah. And it's, it's very cute. Like, uh, it's, it's like, uh, I guess chibi and not really chibi style, but like, uh, just a very cute world. That's very, uh, appealing to me. Like this, uh, cute aesthetic and everything has faces and everything's smiling. Like, um, I, so I, I'm, I'm enjoying the world. Um, I think the, uh, Oscar and Hedgehog are great characters. I like both of them a lot. And uh, then there's uh, all these supporting elements and stuff. And I think it kind of pretty, pretty quickly turns Adventure Time-esque. Um, mm. You know, Julia Pot wrote Adventure Time. And then like every storyboarder on the show directly came from Adventure Time. And uh, it's, it's uh, I mean, I love Adventure Time. And we're slowly getting into to that type of thing. Um, but uh, I think similar to Adventure Time, uh, we struggle a little bit in, in season one, as with most shows do. Um, you know, not everything can be, I guess, Craig of the Creek and be like really good right away. And uh, mm. I, I think that there's some some very good episodes of the show. And then there's a lot of, uh, okay, that was fine, uh, episodes uh, of Summer Camp Island, which, which is uh, expected. I don't, I don't really like uh, write off or judge a show by its uh, initial batch of episodes. So um, I'm more looking for potential. And I think there's a ton of potential here with Summer Camp Island. There's already a few very good episodes. And there's a lot of elements I'm into Oscar and Hedgehog I really like and especially the witches all three of them I think are incredible. Um, I think that like the supporting elements of the show like any supporting characters beyond those five are pretty weak and just underdeveloped. So that's, uh, I'm, I'm interested in more of that to come. And we, we get our first hints of any sort of mythology, uh, at the, at the end of it, uh, which, which would be exciting to build up. Um, definitely earned getting there after basically no plot for the entire show. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was into it. Uh, there's a lot of things I'm excited to talk about. And, uh, yeah, I, de- I, I recommend checking it out. I think you'll, you'll see pretty soon if you want to continue. Like watch first few episodes. If you're not into it, it's not going to get that much better. So, um, but, uh, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a fun, comfy show. So, uh, you should, uh, you should, uh, try, try it out, I would say. Um, 
Okay, I guess we'll put a spoiler warning up here. Again, there's really nothing. Just the the last episode has a, has a little bit of plot stuff, a little bit mm-hmm. of a twist. So uh, if you don't want to know about that, then tune out now. Make sure to check out all of 20 episodes of Summer Camp Island. We probably won't get into the twist right away because I want to get into some of the the more general plot elements to start with. But yeah, spoilers for all of season one of Summer Camp Island starting now. And um, yeah, I think that uh, let's talk about this world first, I guess, because uh, I didn't it takes a while to realize how many random elements of uh, like fantasy mythology are in are in this world. Um, we have the monsters, which are mm-hmm. have two episodes out, I think not not too present outside of that. Um, there's the witches, of course, they're they're big characters. The moon is a character and also the yeah. sun. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And the moon has at least one or two episodes. And then there's aliens, which have an episode. <laughs> yeah. Which, outside of that, don't really do anything outside of their one episode. But what an episode it is. And uh, then there's also yetis. Um, yes, there are yetis. Yeah. And also, it's just anthropomorphized animals. Yeah. yeah. And food and, like, pajamas mm-hmm. and many, many things. Right. So Basketball. To, uh, yeah. to start with, the people in this world are actually animals. And there's probably yeah. not any real people, even though some of the... Some people look like people. They're probably just animals, subtly animals. Yeah. Um, so it's gotta look at yeah. their ears. Yeah. So it's Bojack. <laughs> ex- it's Bojack except no humans. And then um, there's uh, there's it, there's also like the witches turn everything and everything is a fake. Like I think that the the trademark thing about the show is that everything is sentient. Like uh, everything can talk and has a personality. Like mm-hmm. the tree, the pajamas, like uh, every, yeah. every, everything's talking. It's it's like the beast's castle. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, the, the, where's the where are the songs with all the inanimate objects? But um, yeah, what what was your what was your initial take, Michelle, when you started seeing everything talking? Were you into it? Uh it was a little disarming, but a lot of them have very cute, like young child voices. So, like, I was sold on that, especially pajamas. Pajamas is like mm-hmm. one of my top five characters mm-hmm. because I love the way they talk so much. Oh, interesting though. Pajamas is a male character, but he's voiced by a girl. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. <laughs> that happens a lot, though. Like a lot of like adult voice actors for young boys are yeah, yeah usually but, yeah, she's, a, but she's a little girl she's a little girl herself she's, she's talking... starting early yeah she's got a whole thought, normally if you get a kid voice actor to voice a kid a voice a little boy character and you want it to be a kid it'll be a boy that way maybe they can as they age they can continue like like an adventure time with finn yeah i, I think i think That's most true. of most of the uh inanimate objects that talk are either non-binary or um like i guess male like pajamas but really pajamas gender is not important but. Yeah, pajamas is just pajamas. Yeah. So I guess they do refer to pajamas sometimes with male pronouns, if I'm remembering that correctly. It's female, pretty much. Yeah. So you was it was it took a little adjusting, but you're into it, Michelle. Well, the only my only concern is like they have to eat foods. It's, it was <laughs> it was only some of the food like have you know sentience, or it's all of it, and they just kind of don't mind that much uh, eating it or the the food themselves being eaten i wonder that's my only real concern hmm. yeah. i'm trying not to think about that <laughs> okay so you're <laughs> so you're you're, fi- you're fine with everything uh talking steve yeah fine yeah. it's not like a fun little trip to uh to amusement park yeah <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so yeah, I, it, I think this is like the show's trademark thing. I think it's very, it's very cute that everything can can talk and they all have like cute voices and it's great. Um, I I agree with Michelle. My biggest concern with the show's mythology is I think the show's a little bit of a sentience problem. Um, where an agency problem. I really this is just a personal thing. I really hate when characters' agencies are taken away. Um, in shows, this includes like mind control and stuff. And, um, like, uh, episode two, uh, one of the characters supposed to kind of like starts, uh, turning things, uh, into babies against their will. Oh, and, uh, yeah. I thought that was pretty uh, disturbing. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. it, I don't, and I don't know if it's intended to be, like, maybe a little bit, but, mm. uh, and then, like, yeah, like eating, like, the, the marshmallows have faces and stuff. Like, uh, I think if you're going to give things, uh, sentience slash sapience, like, it, uh, we need to respect that. And, uh, this mm-hmm. show generally does not do that. So it's a little, you have to, you have to turn it off a little bit, I think. Um, mm-hmm. the normal way you view characters like that um but yeah two two interesting putting episode two in the two slot that's uh that was that was definitely striking for me and an interesting uh, yeah. introduction yeah. to and alice. also yeah also interesting episode two right away we get an alice episode and really we have not yet really gotten a betsy episode i mean even episodes that really focus on her she's not really get that much of a screen time 
Yeah, I, so, I think I think one of the biggest issues I had with the first twenty is that almost no one outside of Oscar had Chog and Susie gets any focus. Um, there's a you know there's like I guess there's a one episode for the the panda and uh, Pepper. Um, and like you know there's stuff like that, but I don't think anyone's really a character outside of the main three. Like they're all like yeah. Alice has an episode. Outside of that, she's almost uh, completely inconsequential. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Betsy never really gets a focus of her own. Yeah. Um. So uh, I like I think. If we're comparing it to Adventure Time and we're just going to, like, rotate between these different mythology elements, that's my big, like, discussion point with Adventure Time. Adventure Time's turned into the show where, um, like, we just, we have the, uh, we have the Flame Princess episode. We have the, uh, Marceline and Bubblegum episode. We have the, you know, we just rotate, but the show's so many different plot elements. We just have episodes and we just, we just, like, every 20 episodes we check in with this, this side of the world. And, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's the impression that I get where the show is going to go in. And, um, I don't think anything's really strong enough yet to do that. Like, you can't just focus like the pepper episode i don't think was that good because i don't really care about pepper <laughs> um so uh i think we need to like the monsters episode i don't care about the monsters they didn't they didn't they're only in two episodes you know they're just they uh so i think that'll get better as the show goes on as we mm-hmm. see them more um but yeah that that's a big thing for me is uh is is a lot of other characters getting focus uh, uh has, yeah have you, do you think though though at least Max has sort of come close to being part of the main cast yeah, Ma- max is the closest out of all the yeah. secondary characters yeah. Um, and the and the other two witches, I think I put them the same level as Alice and Betsy Maxter. That's just that second tier, just below, but above the rest of the cast. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I guess like pajamas and Pepper and the next. <laughs> yeah, year. I was gonna say yeah, and then, pajamas okay. too. Alexa's a character that confuses me. Alexa's always hanging out with them. I always I thought she was gonna be like the fourth in their group, but she never does anything. Yeah, um, she gets a lot of like throwaway lines in a lot of episodes, so you feel like, oh, like she is kind yeah. of important, but she doesn't get a ton of focus as a character. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really like Alexa. I'd like them to focus. Like she was great in the superpowers episode. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, I would like some more focus on her, but um, yeah, I don't know, I, Michelle. Which uh, which secondary characters jump out at you now that we're on this topic? Um, outside of our, I guess our our main three, uh, including Susie and that. <laughs> Well, I'm actually really curious about Betsy, honestly, ever since, like, the Hedgehog Werewolf episode. I was like, oh, my God, there's so much more to Betsy than I thought. And maybe, like, her and Hedgehog can be better friends and talk about being werewolves together. Uh, I'm thinking, too, though. It seemed like also we found another episode. They casually mentioned that Betsy's been teaching Hedgehogs on magic. And I really Mm -hmm. think they're trying to build this sort of, like, big sister, little sister relationship with them. So I'm, inter- I'm not only want a Betsy episode, but at the very least, a Betsy Hedgehog episode that focuses on that relationship, which I yeah. think is kind of cute. Plus, bet- like, no- yeah, Betsy seems like the least nasty of the three witches, which yeah. I also think is kind of interesting. And I'm pretty, yeah, and I and I know like when summer's over, I bet you she's gonna probably get the most hugs from all the campers, especially probably. Hedge- yeah. She's probably the most popular. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That's how we that's how we get introduced to the the other two witches. Uh, Alice, you're the second uh, not meanest witch, and then uh, it's like we Betsy is the nicest one on Oscars power rankings of the of the witches. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I we have those like two throwaways too i mean the 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 werewolf episode is not a throwaway like i think that's one of the stronger episodes of the show and the oh, and uh, re- the, the, the reveal with betsy at the end i the, think is great and uh yeah more betsy hedgehog would be really, really yeah and, and also the ghost episode that was sort of in the end it turned out to be a little more focused on betsy than we thought but they only reveal it at the very end so it kind of loses it a little bit yeah betsy gets some throw betsy gets some throwaway stuff and you're like because a lot of people seem to view her sympathetically and i'm like okay should i be shipping betsy with someone like should i be shipping betsy with Susie? um because that seems like uh after at the end of the ghost episode that seems like a uh, good show mm-hmm. like Susie's jealous of uh of ghost well, boyfriend for betsy well Susie, um, i is definitely i think is bi uh yeah you're de- you're calling it right now you're saying it's definitely already true, these hot takes <laughs> well yeah well well also another episode the uh the t- time sand episode she said okay new boyfriend who's it gonna be and in her deluded That's mind true. she thinks both oscar and hedgehog has a crush on her so, so yeah i mean i think i think that's more of a cute playoff thing but like yeah. um yeah i mean i'm also tempted to ship a hedgehog with betsy there's probably a, a an age difference oh, not really clear how old anyone is they're all animals well, um, well we know susie is f- going etern- to she, she 15. turned 15 yeah, yeah, yeah. 15, so yeah i'm quite wondering about that um that theories about could that 
Could that be Susie? Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to that. that, we'll get to that. Um, so the, the, witch, the, the three witches are probably 15, and then I'd say like Oscar had at 11, 12, you know? I don't know. 10. Yeah, yeah, like 11 or 12. Yeah. So, I would say. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Betsy, that's an each. I, I, Alice, I think, is great too. Um, I think, uh, yeah, she's Charlene Yee, so we love her already. And Yes, uh, she's so good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so big, big, big uh, week for Charlene Yee on Cartoon yeah. Network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think I think uh, despite her uh, her villainous acts in episode two, she's she's pretty sympathetic as well. Yeah. She, I guess she's supposed to be like uh, the uh, chaotic neutral <laughs> kind of character, yeah. um, which I yeah. think is pretty successful. Um, I mentioned Alexa. Uh, Michelle mentioned pajamas. Um, I don't know anyone else. The moon. He's cool. Uh, but but yeah, the, some of the monsters. Yeah. Well, the person I'm looking for maybe at least a funny gag is Lucy. Could you mention the Peanuts gag? She has the same name as a Peanut character, and I'll be so disappointed if we don't have a football episode when she takes away the football from somebody. More sports! We have uh, to do football now. Oh, we had, <laughs> we, we had football, though, in the high school, so but that kind of counts as a sports episode. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. And she already did something Lucy-like when she, and t- she really picked on um, Pepper for ha- having a blanket. That is so Lucy. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I don't remember who Lucy is. Which one is she? She's uh, outside, outside the of Pepper. The glasses. The one with the glasses. Oh, okay. the glasses and the braids. Yeah. 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 It gets it gets pretty thin after the, the first few. It's, it's true. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk the main cast though, um, because uh, Susie. Um, so this is who Steve's referring to as everyone's favorite. Um, Steve. Oh, Susie. I love Susie. This is your Bless. favorite character, Steve. Oh yeah, she's awesome. Um, she yeah, like I said, she's kind of like. The closest thing we have to a villain, but she's not really a villain. Um, I love all her hairstyles, which I think is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I do, uh, yeah, I do love her her hairstyles. I love that British accent. I mean that the creator does. Um, I and I do think though she is what I don't know. You guys seen what Vicky from Fairly Odd Parents could have been if they decided to give her more depth instead of making her an outright villain. I don't. I don't think. I don't think uh, Susie has more depth than Vicky in twenty episodes. But yeah. Well, uh, well have you seen that? Have you seen Furley Our Parents? Vicky yes. just. What, it's just evil. She's just evil. We, we love her anyway. But yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Susie might be more sympathetic. Yeah, that's why I had meant. more moments to sympathize with her at yeah. least. Yeah, yeah. Ju- Julia Pat describes her as the antagonist in the the Sweet Cartoon Network interview. Um, but she's I, I I she's very sympathetic to me. <laughs> so I don't think. Oh, absolutely. She's just kind of like the big sister who's kind of a. She's kind of a jerk, but I think yeah, in a way, absolutely. But I think she's also a jerk in a way that she's also trying to toughen you up anyway. It's like he's like the older sibling who's mean to you, but also has methods to their madness sometimes. Yeah, and she's not malicious. She she somehow like doesn't realize sometimes that she comes off really not fun when she's like, she does all these antics. Like she thinks it's still like endearing somehow, which I find hilarious. And she's like a, I guess, and also she's like maybe sometimes a coach. The coach of the camp, and she is. She does. She own the camp, though. I, we don't know who like no, runs there. it. Yeah. I know she's just like she's just the head counselor. As, yeah. as far as we can tell, she's in charge. But presumably, there's yeah, something behind it. yeah, yeah. Um, Michelle, is Susie your favorite? Oh, I love Susie. She's the closest I've seen to the embodiment of Helga Pataki since the nineties. <laughs> so of course, That's I'm gonna love her. Oh yeah, I mean. I I love that she's so bossy. I love that she has super thick eyebrows. I love that she's in charge and can do magic and is really petty about it and just doesn't care. The fact that she doesn't care is like so great to me. I want to see more characters like that, especially girl characters like that. It's very, <laughs> very refreshing. Oh, and, and I love how she, despite that, she she's not afraid to just call like the other campers cute and admit that like, adorable like you got adorable pair like yeah so she's not that bad she's she has her good side yeah Yeah, she does feel bad sometimes i mean especially when oscar's concerned like if he's the better person she like recognizes that low key even if she still kind of like pushes him around and stuff because that's their dynamic and i and there are episodes when she's there but she's not the antagonist she's just neutral like yeah uh, like the computer game episode or the or the moon episode yeah. She's just sort of, you know, neutral. She's just there. She has her lines. She has her funny lines. But, you know, she's not always the antagonist, which I find interesting. 
Yeah, yeah. and I, I think I think it's good that we're developing kind of this uh, bond between uh, Susie and uh, Oscar and Hedgehog as the series goes on. They seem to be her favorite campers from, yeah. from her perspective, and uh, she doesn't uh, she's as as established in I guess her birthday scene where she's pretty lonely, and uh, you know she should hang out more with the <laughs> Alice and Betsy. But they they do a lot. They watch their. Uh, what their goose uh drama yeah. show yeah oh yeah the oh, drama yeah. show yeah which is, which is good <laughs> oh um, yeah yeah i'm gonna they're co-sign camp pine, they're camp pining hearts yes not <laughs> i don't think this is on camp pining hearts levels but we can hope <laughs> to get there um yeah Susie is also my favorite so not not yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. uh not a lot of the different opinions here but i mean this is expected uh i love mean girl characters and uh this is a really great uh example of this trope in in the show she's uh, really well developed so far and uh i just i just find her very sympathetic uh in like I, I, I want her to be mean. She's she's a great yes! one. She's being mean to everyone. I want her to be yeah. mean too. Yeah, it's it's yeah. great. I'm I'm a big Susie fan. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk Oscar. Um. Uh. So, elephant. Uh. And he's uh he's he's uh, I think Oscar's very nice. Michelle, are, are you going to induct Oscar into your club of sweet boys along with uh Stephen Ko and Craig? Oh, absolutely. He is definitely a sweet yeah. boy. I think. He has the potential to maybe be less of a sweet boy in certain ways. Like I, I think he, like he's willing to cheat, right, at the baseball game. Like I, lo- I, I love well, that about him. That yeah. he's like, he it felt so good. Like I know it's wrong, but it felt so Ooh. good. So yeah. he still definitely has a conscience, but I love that he's still willing to kind of like you know beat Susie at her own game sometimes and like throw mm-hmm. it back. He isn't like so like morally sound that he would never like dream mm-hmm. of breaking the rules. Like that feels a little more relatable too. Yeah. But he's in his heart. I think he's definitely a sweet boy. He's he's a part of that club. Yeah. Yeah. He's a sweet boy. I'm not sure on Steven's level because I think if Steven was in his position, he would have made friends with Su- Susie by now. It would be bestie. So <laughs> <laughs> he would have been more determined to he be friends. Met, whereas Oscar's yeah, not he, not excited to be friends. He would have melted her icy heart by like by eventually. And I, I just think, and I just think Ko would no matter what would never resort to cheating. So yeah, exactly. Ko is like the most sweet boy out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have a hot take about Oscar. Um, oh, okay. I think that Oscar is the, uh, in terms of season one characterization, is the best character out of those four. Um, what? I think Oscar, is, I really like Oscar, and uh, I think he's... Right? Explain. Uh, whereas Craig and Steven uh, and K.O. come across as a little bit bland, I think. Uh, that's the danger of, of this uh, this ni- and this uh, really nice guy. Um main character i think oscar is not boring i think uh i, I find him very sympathetic i think that he's in, engaging I don't, I don't know there's not like uh him and him in the first episode he is uh feelings about going home outside of that there's not too much uh specific uh stuff going on but uh i don't know i just i just really like oscar like kind of unconditionally whereas uh those other characters i'm like i, I like them you know but to, to mm-hmm. a certain extent like i think oscar's succeeded a lot for me and i think, I Elliot, think- elliot smith does a really great job with him too I will I will actually agree with this take and wow. I think I think well oh wow yeah I know but also I mean I think one of the things you're pointing out is that Oscar he he's more relatable simply because he's more insecure about a lot of things like he gets embarrassed about his underwear showing he gets worried about not being able to see hedgehog because he doesn't know how to do sports very well like he has moments of like real like you know fault um that are a little more low key um but also feel like more in terms of like you know things that we can you know feel also have happened in our lives so i think that's actually a good point i mean i think maybe that's a lot of what makes him stronger because like i love hedgehog but we don't see quite the same amount of faults in her like she's like very smart and she's very put together and she she doesn't lie to oscar and she we don't really see her like get really nervous about stuff except for at the very end when there's the possibility that she could go to a different camp against her will. That was kind of like her big moment. Arguably like when she she turns into a werewolf too, and she's like, Oh, like this, this, like this kind of angry side of me. That's refreshing. But outside of those two things, we don't really see a lot of that from her. I'd like to see more, but we do get it from Oscar pretty consistently episode by episode. So I think that's a really good point. Yeah. You're proper. You're right. I I do think of all main characters, he, he does, best to not get stuck in that main character itis yes. in terms of normally like on a show like the main character probably the most bland and boring when you gravitate towards the supporting characters 
mm-hmm. mean, Ko for sure. I mean, when compared to like you got Enid, you got Dendi, you got characters like that, and even Steven, TKO is more interesting. Yeah, than and, and of course, Steven, of course, you got you got Amethyst, Pearl, Garnet, and stuff, and. Craig, I'm not sure. That show is still 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 young. I don't know, but I do love Casey a lot, so maybe so. But yeah, he at least he holds his own with the other characters more so. Yeah, uh, Kelsey. But um, yeah, yeah, it's the wrong show. Wrong show to get a, get a name wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's Steve. Steve said it better than I did. Yeah, he he is the least uh, main character I I I completely agree yeah. with that. Um, and I think partly it's just because the supporting characters on the show aren't as good, so he doesn't get hidden behind them. But also, I think he's uh, he's just uh, he's more interesting than the other ones, at least early on in their runs. You know, Stephen obviously gets gets really good. Um, and. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm I'm very happy with uh, Oscar, and uh, the anxiety thing is a really good point. He's very relatable with with all the anxieties and stuff, and um, yeah, it's uh, this this is one of the stronger elements. Let's talk Hedgehog. Um, so I I love Hedgehog for sure. My big yeah. thing with Hedgehog is what Michelle said, which is that she isn't really. I, I think Hedgehog is more of a secondary character for most of the show than a, than a co lead. Oh, uh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. Which is I, disappointing. I don't know. So you think she's like Susie's more of a co lead than Hedgehog? I, I think her and Susie are in the same level, honestly. Yeah, I mean, same she, level. She's always there, but yeah, she's what, like she takes up screen time, but you don't get a lot of depth to yeah. her her characterization. That's and, like and how we, she helps Oscar. Oh, one and one other thing though, she some she does look a little bit like Max. So sometimes when they're both on screen together, <laughs> it can be a little. Animal discrimination. Yeah. Confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, my big my big issue is that we never really get Susie or we get a hedgehog's perspective on things. Um, there's no real hedgehog point of view episode. Um, everything's yep. really just from Oscar's perspective. Uh, I think if we're going to get inside her head more then that would really help out this character. Oh, like as, as I the thought sh- the uh, I thought though the popular banana split episode was definitely from her perspective. OK, yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, we, we kind of, we, they get separated. So we both, we see both sides of, of yeah. um, be yeah, like the, the hedgehog werewolf episodes from Oscar's perspective is a little disappointing. Um, but, uh, like hedgehog is a character where as the show goes on, we learn that she is, uh, the, uh, brilliant scientist who can just do any feat of science and math. And, uh, what's really and interesting physics too, apparently and physics. And, and I think it's applied really interestingly where she's also really good at sports because she uses yeah. physics to be good at mm-hmm. sports. That almost never happens on tv like i love that combination but that just comes out of nowhere like we don't there's it's like oh yeah, there's okay, no build up. it's like a surprise like oh you've also been really great at you yeah. know shooting hoops the whole time that's that's cool but where did that come from i'm, I'm not concerned that it, she doesn't have flaws like that we'll get we'll get what you'll get to that i'm just concerned that i don't know why she's anything you know like we don't we don't have mm. her side of view on things and um she's not uh she's on screen but she's not really the focus of, of so, many episodes so so you think maybe the whole dropping whole romantic plot may have hurt her character a bit um i, I mean i think uh, i, I think you can do it that. maybe yeah. this season maybe this season but like you sh- it, i just think she needs to be characterized yeah. better but i think her characterization is good she's just not the focus enough mm. yeah and i'll say like her, i think her biggest characterization is actually that she has the most conflict with her family mm-hmm. where oscar really does not like he and his parents are kind of on the same page and they're chill whereas hedgehog she wants certain things that her parents clearly don't want for her and they have very specific goals especially her father for for how they envision her life plan and her future and i think that's really interesting but again that that's more about her extended family than about her as a character herself mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, that that uh, that episode where she almost has to leave camp stands out as one where she actually is the focus and uh, Hedgehog. And the first wolf. one too, I I I'm trying to remember exactly what happens in the first episode. It feels like kind of a blur, but it's a lot of. I mean, I I do feel like when they they talk at the beginning and like you can kind of establish their dynamic already, and the dad's like kind of really bossy, and Hedgehog's just kind of like enduring it, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And and I love Oscar and Hedgehog's uh, di- friendship and their, their their dynamic. I think that it's a real standout of the show. I think that this could be the non-romantic Starco of Cartoon Network, starring Marco in uh, Star Wars: The Force of Evil. But the problem is, is that Hedgehog to thus to this point is not as good of a character as Marco, being in that one B mm-hmm. position. Um, mm-hmm. Like uh, Marco's ba- at times almost a co-lead with Star, and he's just a very good character. Whereas uh, Hedgehog, Hedgehog hasn't had that focus yet. I think Oscar mm-hmm. kind of has. Oscar's maybe in Star levels of focus for the show, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, that that's probably this might be number one on my wish list alongside just more depth of narrative and 
characterization um, for uh, future future episodes of the show. Is, mm-hmm. is, is yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oscar, we mentioned briefly mentioned this before. Oscar being potentially gay. So here's the evidence. Um, okay, where's the where's the evidence? So going? in the ghost episode, he calls uh, the ghost uh, a babe and yeah. handsome. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, the ghost has to be called that, <laughs> um, <laughs> but he do, he does call the ghost <laughs> okay. babe and handsome. And then in the video game wizard video game, he calls the wizard in the video game handsome. Yeah. So there's your evidence. That's it. That's all I got. Either either he's gay or he's very secure in his sexuality. He's he's just very nice and he's yeah. Uh, he's, yeah. He can give compliments without yeah. worrying about it. Yeah, I would like the, I would like the show to do this. Um, we just had our first uh, same sex kiss on Cartoon Network on all of uh, children's animation, and uh, let's let's make Oscar gay. Let's do it. <laughs> 2018. 2018. Let's make Oscar decay. Well, who like who? Like uh, Max, Max, Max. Yeah, that's the OTP. Oh, I would, I would be a fan of that actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, um, Oscar subtly uh, a Jewish elephant because uh, he yeah. has uh, Bubba on his uh, his from his parents call him that was a Yiddish. So <laughs> I, I really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, uh, Jewish elephants. This, this is great. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, Oscar has a lot of, a lot of small depth to him like that. And I think if we we're gonna, I don't know, him, him being gay would be really good. Like, let's mm-hmm. do that. The show is very, very surface, uh, below the surface level progressive. There's not really any standout elements outside, yeah. uh, outside of the ghost having two dads. This is the one yeah. thing he did for sure. <laughs> but other than that, it's 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 all just like I'm trying to reach at it. Like uh, the show could be like socially progressive and awesome. Like the non-binary aliens is another big one. Um, but uh, yeah, be more was, overt with your with uh, your social. I wasn't sure about the genders of those aliens. They're both like like little yeah, it, kid sounds. It's I, very ambiguous. I think I know um, on I purpose. Thought, yeah, but I yeah. do say one of them was said. They did say he. I guess. Yes. Well, let, let's talk about feeling the, spacey. The king is a he. I... Yeah, king, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let, let's talk feeling spacey. This is the best episode of the show, in my opinion. Dylan really likes this episode. This is not my number one, but I see why you like it so much, because I know you. This, oh, I, I, didn't, I don't think I told you this yet. How'd you know? No, you, you did. You brought it up before. Okay. I brought it up. On <laughs> yeah. Um, this, I, I think this episode is really good. Um, and uh, it's just everything I love about uh, <laughs> this. Is just, this is a perfect episode for me. And uh, the, the aliens are non-binary, I believe, except for the king, which is referred to as he. But is, he's, I, uh, you know, you could also call it that. The um, uh, what's what's the other one? Puddle. Puddle is uh, called they. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Puddle and King, like this non-binary romance, I think is incredible. Um, just this world is adorable. The aliens homeworld and, uh, just the, this plot of the emotions. Um, and, uh, we, Oscar, Oscar and Hedgehog saying they love each other at the end as friends. Um, it's, uh, just, I, I was so into this episode. Like, I think this is, uh, this this episode shows that the show can be like excellent in an adventure timey way because this has nothing to do with anything else on the show. This alien world, um, so like Adventure Time can just go to this random kingdom and have uh, an an, inc- an awesome episode. And uh, I think this shows that this shows that this uh, show can do that too. Um, oh. So I, I'm I'm really I'm really high on this one. That's a good, oh, good episode! It is a um, good episode. The, the puddle and the king is the OTP, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, well, the only ones we really have seen in a relationship, yeah. so I guess that's fair. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably maybe one of the best, better, better episodes. I don't know if my favorite. Like, I know if you listen to our OKKO OK podcast, but I somehow differ between what I think is the best episode and what's my favorite episode. So, mm-hmm. okay, let's like let's objectively do objectively best versus personal yeah. fave. Yeah, yes, yes. Let's do let's do best first. So let's go through our highlights from the episodes. Michelle, what's the best episode of the show in your view? Oh, let me let me look at them all. <laughs> uh, Steve, I mean, you, yeah, Steve, yeah, Steve you go while I okay. look. Okay, Steve. I don't know. I, let me uh, pick something similar. Ghost the boy. Yes, Ghost the boy. Yeah, grad. yeah, I thought that's pretty good. Um, another one, I guess. I, I, you're probably gonna hate me for saying this. Monster visit in terms of playing against know, expectations. Yeah. yeah, but then don't like the monsters. He says. He says. I, I like the monsters. <laughs> I don't think they're used that well. But that that was a nice episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I guess I guess you have to say fuzzy pink time babies because it's like that big finale. So yeah, the big finale, we get one <laughs> hint of plot. Super. Yeah, but it, it is interesting though. That's kind of all I I really need. 
It's yeah. just like to know there's like a little more beneath the surface to wonder about. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll close by talking about the end of Fuzzy Pink Time Davies. But okay, <laughs> Michelle, favorite best episode. Okay, so it's a tie between uh, It's My Party and Pajama Pajim Jams. <laughs> <laughs> for very different reasons the pajim jams plot i just it's so funny and so weird like i never thought we would give pajamas an episode so early in the run of this show <laughs> but like i never knew how much i needed oscar pretending to be pajamas best new friend jim jams and then the reveal at the end that pajamas knew oscar was pretending the whole yeah. time and assumed that oscar also knew this and judged him <laughs> a lot at the end for not knowing yeah. like it's just such a weird episode but it like it's it's executed so well and it's so funny um and there's nothing else quite like that episode i just like, it, the, it's such a standout also the end of the reveal that the the f- pajamas has a relationship with the uh, susie like, exactly. Well, Su- Susie's former pajamas. Fight, yeah. And she yeah. took his voice of it. There's just like so much going on yeah. in that episode. It's 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 definitely worth so, the time. Well, I have to agree, though, the funniest banana moment for me though has to be the very end of the basketball liars when he's like, "I was away on business." All right? Yeah, uh, yeah I told yeah. basketball to tell you. Like, <laughs> Jamas is a standout character, and also, <laughs> but it's my party just because it's like a super Susie-centered <laughs> episode. Oh yeah, and. She, you know, this is one of those moments where you really actually do feel bad for her. Like, wow, nobody wants to come to her party because she's awful. And that makes total sense, but you, you still feel bad for her. Yeah, that's a very yeah. humanizing and I do, for her. I do like yeah. the Oscar actually really wanted her to feel liked at her, at her party. Yeah. He, he did not, he, he, he did not really turn, turn to be vindictive against her. Which yeah, shows Oscar what a great guy he is. Can- Continuing to be the better person's like one a great message for kids, um, and two it's just like great because I don't want Susie to get like too hurt by everyone hating her. Like if everyone did leave her alone, like maybe she'd just get worse. Maybe this is what she needs to get to be a little more decent as a person. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I want to get back to pajama pajim jams. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's go to gym jams. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I, it makes okay. sense to me that p- pajamas was the focus of an episode of the story because pajamas was like a big character in the pilot. So I was. Kind oh, of really? Expecting pajamas okay. To be more of a, I mean, big characters, short pilot, but um. So I don't. I think for the. So my experience watching pajama pajams, I'm like, okay, this isn't that great. That is one that great. And then at the end. This is like the first inkling that the show could be really good is the end of this episode because the ending is so good, as you guys mentioned. It's mm-hmm. uh, p- p- pajamas like I thought you, you didn't know this whole time that uh, that we both knew. And then the reveal of Jim Jams belonging to Susie <laughs> is uh, incredible. And it's like yeah, that is such a like, okay. there's such an adult, like complicated feeling to their relationship and the end of that episode. Um, I think, yeah, the last two minutes, I think, of that episode are really phenomenal. And it's like I, you, I like woke up at the end. I'm like, wow, OK, this show is for real like uh, at the end of pajama pajim jams <laughs> um yeah the Susie's party one's also fun okay let me give you my the second best episode of the show you All guys right. haven't mentioned it yet is uh hedgehog werewolf um because uh I, I know we talked about it a lot already this is like the best hedgehog episode um i think this is uh one of the most um substantial feeling episodes of the show uh just with this yeah. uh this where like it doesn't she's still a werewolf like it doesn't yeah go away. it's canonical oh. yeah like that's awesome and the, oh. the ending re- with the reveal that betsy is the uh the other werewolf i think is so good yeah and, and um I, just it, it, just this this focus on on hedgehog in this episode i think is 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 really great um just yeah just overall felt substantial it felt like re- it was really fun and uh yeah i also think this is a genuinely very good episode of television yeah and i also like though that once in a while they don't they don't go back to the status quo that there's actually consequences like in this episode and also the end of monster babies one of the monsters actually stayed a baby so yeah once in a while you never know when you're gonna go back to status quo or we're gonna actually have consequences yeah yeah i don't know if i emphasize this enough in the beginning but i think one of the biggest flaws with the show so far is that it's it's pretty unsubstantial feeling for the most part um like i think there's a way to do comfy and like feel substantial at the same time like uh, have have bigger more complicated plots more uh you know more complex characterization obviously i'm gonna say this you know it's a show him to yeah yada, yada, this yada, is yada, a very dull thing to say because you I, don't, I say, I you say don't this about every single show plot to have a good show but that also depends on what you go to a show yeah, I, looking I, don't, for. I don't need 
plot. I just need more complex narrative within the episode. Mm-hmm. I think like Hedgehog Werewolf is somewhat of a complex narrative. Like uh like another my third favorite episode of the show, Time Traveling Quick Pants is somewhat of a complex Oh, narrative. I do yeah. really like that one also. Oh, that's yeah, so, so funny. T- time Traveling Quick Pants, this is my favorite archetype for episodes, which yeah. is where a lot of time passes for one character but not the rest of the people. Yeah. Um running with scissors, Star Wars Force Feeble. Um uh, and just the uh, ending of this with the emotional reaction of uh, Oscar like forgetting about Hedgehog, I think is so well done yeah. and like uh, that plays into their dynamic being one of the best parts yeah. of the show personally yeah. i thought yeah i thought those Su- susie kind of stole that episode she has so many f- her her best funnier moments were in that episode susie steals every episode yeah, yeah she's, she's so good <laughs> yeah um, other than that, uh, we'll get to the finale. Uh, the only other one I've written down, Popular Banana Split. We talked about this a little bit. Um, this episode is very weird. Yes, uh, it's very yeah. weird! The way, like, the Pajim Chance episode is also kind of weird. Yeah, but this episode, we just you just drop everything and go yeah. inside a tiny <laughs> food go, school. Just yeah. go into a food school, into the food clicks, and this yeah. This is very adventure, adventure time. Like, mm-hmm. uh, boy, uh, this was... I, I, I didn't even particularly enjoy it that much, but I wanted to note how weird this one was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and Steve, any other notable ones you want to bring up? Okay, well, well, I'd say though, my like favorite has to be it's probably Mister Softball. Though, okay. the, the computer yeah. vampire has a pretty good, but I love like Softball. I just thought it was a funny baseball episodes. I love baseball episodes. That's very anime esque, um, and I also love the nod to like Bugs Bunny when Susie rounded the bases with one leg. That that was classic Bugs, <laughs> and I and I just love also the end the moral you had some like morals at the end like some heart into it and how like at the very end Oscar and other campers helped the witches clean the wells wells teeth you had I guess a little moment of Oscar and Su- Susie kind of you know at least have a moment of truce at least for a second which I think is very nice I I love seeing more see the relationship develop in this series. Yeah, that's that's an yeah. I I really like Mr. Softball. It just yeah. I don't know. It feels like a fun like we're gonna work together and try not to be petty, but actually we really want to be petty, and actually it works really well to be petty. I don't know. I like that everyone acts kind of like actual people, and it's very relatable. <laughs> yeah, apparently Ashley Birch wrote on that episode. I don't know if she's gonna write on more episodes, but mm-hmm. um, I hope so. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Let's talk fuzzy pink time babies because uh, let's conclude with our mythology discussion. F- finally, we have plot. We learned that Susie has been 15 or turning 15 since at least 1892. Yeah. Um, there's this Ramona aspect. And um, mm-hmm. in the previous episode, she had her 15th birthday party again. And uh, also we had the hedgehog stuff with, with her dad. But yeah, the revelation. This is it. This is it if you want plot. Um, <laughs> there it is yeah. right there. Susie is like uh, immortal? Question mark? Uh, what's mm-hmm. going on? Steve, Steve, what's going on here? Are the, okay. other, are the, are the other witches also, uh, also immortal I kinda, too? I kind of don't think so. I think it's just... Susie, um, I kind of think perhaps that they're doing a little a dual inuasha here in that Ramona is Susie's little sister. So you have the old lady being a little sister to this teenager looking person. So I do have another theory though that I do think that perhaps maybe uh, she did some sort of time spell that that stopped her from aging and she's kind of stuck in this loop. Or yeah, perhaps, uh, or do you want to go dark? Perhaps the original, this Susie is a clone, and the original Susie is dead. She's Cheryl, pretty much. So sell, I'm Whoa. selling clone Susie. We have enough clones on our shows. <laughs> but another theory I just thought of today is perhaps they're pulling. Perhaps maybe there's just like a whole bunch of Susies, and and she's like looking for a successor. And when it's done, like perhaps Oscar. They put like a spell and Oscar would turn into the new Susie and the Susie we have now would turn into whatever she was before then. Like, uh, like, like, I don't know, like, uh, like Willy Wonka or I guess a better example perhaps is Annabelle Crane from Little Witch Academia. Remember how they said this? I'm not the first Annabelle. Perhaps I'm not the first Susie. Oscar, you're next. Wow. Okay. Uh, also selling that one, but uh, yeah, Michelle. Michelle, what's your what's your theory with uh, Susie? I feel like she because okay, so the island itself seems to be pretty magical, right? One thing I'm wondering is the the witches we have. Did they start off as witches, or were they just regular campers who found some access to power 
and became witches. And like, I'm, I'm just, I have a lot of questions about that. You know how this island works. I think maybe Susie came upon a way to either stop herself from aging or become immortal, but it's not an inherent trait to her. I think it's something she found. I'm super curious though. I do think this is a good way to explain kind of her behavior though. Like if she's that old and that powerful, no wonder she's kind of a jerk to everyone and doesn't really see anyone <laughs> as an equal and like thinks everyone should think she's awesome. Cause she's like has all this power and she's been around for like so long. I think that's super interesting in terms of her backstory, but I have, yeah, I have a lot of questions. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. it's uh, I, I, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what's up with her. I guess I'm selling that she's in charge of the island. Um, it's uh, or that she's like devious in her immortality. Um, I think there's uh, something I, I think it sh- should be something sympathetic grounding her with with this this twist. Um, but I, I love I love putting Susie in the center of uh, the plot of this and uh, her being, um, you know, 100 over 100 years old. Great. Let's like, let's do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. And it, it really lands because uh, just of how little anything there is before it's like oh my oh no oh so, something something look <laughs> was it we weren't expecting there to be anything and now we have this okay mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i guess i guess it's kind of a season finale in that regard yeah like something happened um I, I, here's here's julia pot talking about uh plot in the show okay um, so she says uh, obviously there's a uh, there's a backstory as to why the world is like this and the magic of everything we softly know where everything is going um, it's definitely, uh, she says, explaining that she and the writers at one point had a big reveal all set for the end of the first season before realize, before realizing they needed to push the mythos back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely very intoxicating to do lore, the backstories where everyone is like this and where everything is going. But then you have to write yourself into a corner and can only do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been trying to piecemeal it out slowly because we want to, to bask in the more character based episodes. So, yeah, I think yeah. that's a very good decision. So I wonder though, is maybe Su- Susie stealing some of the youth of the campers to keep herself young? Like maybe, maybe that's why they so, need campers. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, so 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 apparently there was a big reveal at the end, but they pushed it back. They want to focus more on characters. I think in general, this is a very good decision. Characters are the most important part of any show. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, like, I, my you can't pushback care would, about plot if you don't care about the characters. Yeah, exactly. The reason the Susie thing lands is because we care about her. Um, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and like the surrounding island. I, my, my pushback is that I don't think we've had that great of characterization to start out with. So I don't know if it's been utilized that well, but like, you know, it's the beginning of a show. So. Oh, uh, Dylan, it's the first yeah. season. Right, I mean, exactly. and I'm, look, again, look, I'm like, just, <laughs> we're very look. We're very hype. I'm I'm very forgiving of first episodes, first seasons. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I it's like it's, it's an extended pilot for twenty episodes. Like uh, yeah. with time to grow. But I'm just saying, you know, we've been very positive, and I'm not. You know, this is. I think it's like a good, not great so far. Oh, also, can I just have one little hot take before we go? Yes. I know who doesn't like plain vanilla ice cream. I love it. Yeah. Vanilla's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Vanilla's so looks a great that's, flavor. Steve, that's not a hot. We've we, we've extensively <laughs> talked about this on our Discord. That's not a hot take. <laughs> the hot take is this. not disliking vanilla, which I which I agree with. I think vanilla is bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's. Uh, oh, I want uh, something else. I want to say. I think uh, at times, increasingly, as the season went on, it, the show had very funny moments. Um, oh yeah. Like for the most part, uh, I, I don't think it was like particularly standout funny. But like as as we're starting to get in the groove, I think there's a few like lines and, and scenes and stuff that were really really funny <laughs> so like uh, that that's very promising too um yeah okay michelle any final thoughts on summer camp island i think this was a pretty great first season and i'm very glad there is some kind of underlying plot but i by no means feel any need to get to it anytime soon because i think the direction to just like you know let these it, well, these characters have their weird, wacky, casual adventures and sprinklings and stuff along the way is a great way to just like, you know, that way we won't be too focused on like, oh, where's the next plot thing? Like, I don't want to be obsessed with plot. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just like take what the show gives me in, in the way it gives me and the amount of time it gives it to me. I also don't think it's a big deal that they haven't fleshed out a ton of their campers because again, like this is their first season. They they probably want a season two. They want to have more, but you, you got to establish your main people first. Mm-hmm. I think like they take priority. So I, I'm not super bummed out that, you know, we don't know any other characters outside of like maybe pajamas and Susie and Hitchcock and Oscar <laughs> very well. Done. Like there's time for that. There's time for that. And I can wait for that. I don't need it right now. As long as I know who the main people are, I feel like I'm good mm-hmm. as of a, a first season. So I feel very content with this as it is. 
Nice. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. And that's also why I think Hedgehog uh, characterization is such a priority. Uh, yeah, because, for sure. Like, Moving she, forward. Yeah, because she, oh, she's like, if we're focusing on the leads, you know, well, like, let's focus on Hedgehog more, too. Mm-hmm. She's she's so important. Here. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree. Also, plot's not like uh, not that big of a priority. Like uh, complex narrative isn't plot for me. And uh, like complex narrative, complex characterization. Number one, that's my number one for every show. Number two, Hedgehog characterization. Um, number three, maybe even more of the uh, secondary witches. Um, and then like number four oh, plot yeah. is, is my wish list. For, for future episodes i would love uh, more witches the witches yeah, are so good and Betsy, i do that's yeah because like mm-hmm. i do think like, we were saying like alice you know when she turns all the monsters to babies like there is a certain amount of danger to their power that we haven't mm-hmm. really seen a, a like many glimpses of but i think it's definitely there and if mm-hmm. the show ends up taking a more kind of like spooky like dangerous route like i'd be so for that because the, they laid the ground for so much like happy cute stuff that i love depending on like how it tonally shifts i feel like there's so much potential there too in either direction so i just i'm just excited yeah it's very very exciting a lot of uh also oscar being gay that's on my wish list too okay Uh, steve final thoughts well i'm saying just keep this up um i don't know as soon as i saw the episodes i kept i kept watching all weekend i loved it um yeah take your time with the plot Especially if you're trying to, if it's going to make like a character, maybe like Susie more in a more antagonistic, villainous role. I don't want that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, though I, I, maybe I'm being, maybe I'm being a little like uh, biased, but yeah, as much as I want more Hedgehog, I'm, I'm with you for that. But I also, I need that Betsy episode because if, if yes. Alice gets one, Betsy needs one too. We got to be fair here. Equal opportunities. <laughs> equal opportunity witches okay yes <laughs> um yeah yeah Bet- betsy episode also very high priority she's she's very yes. like sympathetic interesting character that we know almost nothing about yeah she also might be the character Accurate. Who, it might be the character who's like most sympathetic to Susie, who kind of mm, empathized sure. with her it's not like ship you know, like the other campers oh maybe yeah 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 i know i'm just saying yeah. I'm, sh- I'm, sh- I'm shipping okay. but she, she's an angel and protect her smile protect betsy's smile <laughs> Okay, let's, let's get it. Let's have an episode with her first before we start protecting her smile. Okay, yeah, a Betsy ghost backstory episode, uh, maybe. Um, okay, yes, uh, I, I think we said it all. Yeah, very exciting uh, start to Summer Camp Island. Very eager to see more from the show. Who knows when? There's more. We know there's more episodes being made. We'll see when. Uh, will Cartoon Eric dump it again? We. Oh, that's one thing we didn't talk about. The release they strategy are, of dumping all twenty are episodes. Experimenting with right. their format. Yes. Uh, cable, cable t- yes. Cable TV is dying, and Cartoon Eric is one of the only ones that's like actually trying to pivot. And uh, I admire them for that. And it results in stuff like this. Um, is this the right show to do with? I don't know. That we know, I don't have that much to say about. I it. I know the reason the reason they decided to do it this way is just because like when they were testing it with children audiences, they said it took kids a, a couple episodes to really get into it. Like with the first episode, they're like, ah, we don't know how we feel about about it. But like episode three or four, they were pretty hype. Yeah. So I think that's like kind of why they decided to. Having said that. I think, you know, I honestly miss the the weekly airing schedules for a lot of reasons, not just because we do podcasts, but it's just like in terms of having time to sit and chew on certain things for a whole week is nice. Oh. Um, so this isn't my favorite format, but I think like they're 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 doing it because they care about the show. And that's that's a good step in a direction. I think season two is going to be dropped in August at some point. No, Next that's very, August? That's very soon. No, I'm being optimistic. That, no, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, it, I think it, I think it's possible it's late 2018, but um, we'll see. But yeah, um, they they just drop like uh, the seasons don't really matter. Cartoon Network the way to split the seasons. Like most of the time after the era season finale, the season premiere is ready to go. So yeah, that that is true. There's uh, if 20 even is the finale for season one, it doesn't. It's Cartoon. Network I really split, split believe seasons. it's probably not really 20 episodes. Just the way Cartoon Network puts the seasons is probably Cartoon. maybe 40. Maybe no, at most fifty-two. The season? For the, the yeah, I I don't know. It's a bit just depends sure what the production order was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this yeah, is the first season. Yeah, well, I, I mean, think, whatever. I yeah, think this might actually okay. really truly be the mid-season finale. You know how like Voltron they originally divided twenty-six episodes yes, or yes, thirteen. Yes. Yeah, so the, the Voltron, yeah, Voltron has uh, thirteen seasons, actually twenty-six a, a year. And so, okay, we'll see. We'll see what's uh, what's coming for Summer Camp Island. I think I think probably it's good the show wasn't weekly because I wouldn't have been uh, as into weekly airings. But like uh, all them all at once uh, is an easy thing to get into. 
Um, but that they wouldn't have aired it weekly anyway. They would have done a bomb or something. So yeah, uh, that, that was like the alternate. That's like the alternative. <laughs> that's all they're doing this summer is the week long things. Okay. Um, so yeah, let us know what you that that's that's less important. I'll talk about the actual show. Let us know what you thought about that in the comments at overlyanimated.com and uh, YouTube, our YouTube channel, overlyanimated.com slash YouTube. Leave comments there as well about Summer Camp Island. Um, potential for us to do more podcasts on this. We'll see. Um, other heard that other co-hosts might catch up on it, but you know, 20 mm. episodes a lot. So this is, uh, this is, uh, this is what we got for, for now. This is what we have for now. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> probably it for a little while, but, uh, we'll see if other co-hosts catch up on our end and then maybe we can talk more about the show. Yes. So let's note that we also have a summer camp Island, uh, channel on our discord overlandmates.com slash discord. Um, and, uh, come talk about the show there. And you can also mm. consider supporting us via Patreon, patreon.com slash overly animated. Yeah. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron, the podcast, Damien, aka Diamond Day. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Um, check out everything else at overlyanimated.com, Big Cartoon Network, week, uh, five out of five Steven Universe podcasts, five episodes. Mm-hmm. Also, Craig of the Creek podcast going up at the same time as this. Check all that out at overlyanimated.com. And thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.